2: Winners of the East London Challenge Cup
1: soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the Lions. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Pulling oh,
0: the boxes, he'll Who loves you, baby? Welcome back to the show, dear listeners, after a little hiatus. My name is, of course, Nick Hart. You are listening, of course, to Achtung Millwall. And we're gathered here today for the occasion of the championship fixture between Millwall, the home team, and Sheffield United. Game is underway. I sound a little flustered. I know I sound flustered. I apologise to you, dear listeners. I've been outside selling our CBL magazine Christmas annual, which is still available to you online. Um, it's a right hard slog standing around for three hours, selling books and being told incessantly, is it, is it the magazine, even though it's a book in your hand? Is it two quid? Even though it's widely publicized, it's 10 quid. It's left me feeling pretty shattered. So um, anyway, enough of all my aches and pains. You join the game in play, as you can probably hear behind me. Um, one minute 49 into proceedings this afternoon. It's a early uh, parry forwards. You don't parry forwards. That's a fencing term. You parry at a thrust. It's an early foray forwards by Sheffield United. It's gone into touch. Uh, Mill team today. I'm going to work from sight. I've not seen the um, the team lineups, but we've got clearly got Jordan Archer in gold, and we've got Hutchinson, Sean Hutchinson, who's signed a new contract this week till 2020. Jake Cooper. I see. I see James Meredith, who features in said CBO magazine, and Marlon Romeo on the right-hand side. Meredith on the left today. In front of him is Ferguson, I see, Saville, Tunnycliffe and Wallace. The return of Jed Wallace. Up front, Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory. The controversial front two. Early work there by Lee Greg, down in front of me. Two, two minutes, comes towards the third minute. Controversial, I say, on, on account of the uh, dearth of goals from the front two this season. Um, Morrison speaking to the news at then, of course, earlier this week. Identified it as... The front two not doing their jobs, which um, in a sense it is. Uh, Neil Harris has defended his strikers, also on the, uh, the medium of the, of the news at Den. Saying that they just need a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more luck, it seems. A little ball into the box there, it's headed back into the arms of the yellow-clad Sheffield United goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, an interesting time. This is a big month ahead, dear listeners, make no mistake. We're on the fringes of a relegation battle or we're on the fringes of um, getting enough points to see us into mid-table going into Christmas. So, um, take your pick, really. Um, We do need to start scoring goals, clearly, as that's the the essence of the game of football, isn't it? Putting the ball into the net. It's a cool, dull day in south-east London. Grey skies above, floodlights are on. I like this time of year, don't you? It's cold, it's grey, the floodlights are on, giving that theatrical tone to uh, the theatre of screams. The bend. There's a little dink forward from Morrison towards Tunnycliffe who controls so, on uh, Wallace, excuse me, it's to lead Greg. He takes on his chest. He's gone boom push wide right. Takes and turns too narrow an angle and then blocked for a throw in. Little moment there. Gregory must be um, you know, down in his confidence at the moment. He's, he reads the, um, the on-ride comment, same as we'll write it. Uh, he knows that he's not scoring goals. He knows he's missing Howlers a Howler at Fulham. We'll hear more about that at half-time with, with Harry, uh, Harry Warren. Is there going to be a ball into the box there from Savoy. It's going to go for a mill corner. Right-hand side, four and a half minutes into the game. Lions pressing forwards. Um, been away for a couple of weeks, for which I apologise to you, but um, away on holiday. I'm not apologising for going on holiday. It had a lovely time in the, in the sun of Lanzarote. But uh, missed a couple of games, and it feels like ages since we last spoke to each other. And I, I do feel like you and I have got a personal relationship, dear listeners. Every single person that listens to me, I feel like I'm talking to You. You in comes the corner Ferguson on the right-hand side it's a curling one it's to look like a push on uh, on Saville referee gives nothing he went he was uh, pressing towards the ball there and has gone down stayed down referee gives nothing I it looked like a push in real time I'd need to see the benefit of the non-existent replay but he's uh, Saville's on the floor at the moment that's a, a worrying sign Wallace of course uh, sorely missed after that um, sending off it's a chance now for Meredith to float the ball in. It's long and it's over the top of everyone. So they go for a throw in on the far side. Yes, yeah, sorely missed Jed Wallace. Um, we, we, we tend to lack invention without him. Um, I thought at times prior to his absence that he was trying to carry the weight of the world on his shoulders, rather like the Greek god Atlas, famously depicted carrying the, uh, the globe of earth on, on his shoulders. Um, and I think Jed Wallace saw himself as a latter day Bermondsey version of Atlas himself. Trying to do too much. Um, overstretching at times. Um, it's good to see him back though. Um, he does bring um, okay a, t- a touch of self-indulgence at times, but he does have the talent to um, enable it to take place. Talent requires self-indulgence. How else can it show itself? There's a philosophical point for you to debate at your leisure. Sheffield United today wearing a, a black and white, white shirt, black shorts, white stockings, Adidas turnout. Reminiscent of the... Um, The kind of classic West Germany kits of the the 80s and 70s, really. Um, It's a nice-looking turnout. Normally, they're in their red and white stripes, but today, for reasons best known to themselves, they've chosen to wear uh, a West Germany-style kit. Lines, of course, in our uh, navy blue and white. Seven minutes into the game. Straight forwards for the nine on the on left-hand side of the Millwall area there. Little ball into the box. It's floating around. It falls to the seven on the edge of the penalty. area. chance to shoot. Body's in the way. It's on target. That's gone deflected wide. Not deflected. It was shot wide. Excuse me. Goal kick Millwall. Little moments um, heart flutter there. My heart skipped its beat, as the film said. I think it's a movie. The moment my heart skips a beat. Goal kick for the Lions, eight minutes, first chance for for Sheffield United. The Blades, of course, the Blades. Once upon a time in the old days, not that long ago, I remember it in my lifetime, and I'm not that ancient. The Steel City, uh, the heartland of British steel, now um, long gone. Marlon, nice to see Marlon given a chance again. He's run himself into a bit of a blind hole there. He's got a a free kick out of it over on the right-hand side, coming towards nine minutes marlon features in our cbl annual i'm going to keep plugging it because we've got quite a few spare copies floating around at the moment so um, if you want one paypal are you on paypal it's easy join paypal send me or send cbl with a mag at hotmail.co.uk 14 quid to include postage and packing and we'll mail you a copy of our christmas annual special nice work there by jules savile minutes. ball out wide james meredith operating on the left today unfamiliar left roll all floating in from uh, Sean Ferguson, that's headed away by the, the Blades defence. Ball still bouncing around in their area, they're headed clear in the, in the event. So yes, yeah, send me your money, I want your fucking money. Who said that? Bob Bell, Geldof. Don't talk about that, talk about what I want to talk about and send me your fucking money. Sheffield United on the attack here. Yeah? A little bit of a ditzy, um I thought for a moment the uh, Sheffield United player had gone down there. Looks like the referee's giving it as a dive. And he's booked him. Good referee. How often do we get to say, down at this place, good referee. He spotted that as a dive and booked the man for uh, a forward um, triple Salco Pike, whatever you call it in in, um, professional level diving. So yeah, um, Marlon Romeo features in the said annual. Nice little piece by uh, him. It's it's like the old uh, shoot magazines. Used to have um, question and answers, um, favourite this and favourite that. Um, some of the uh, things he talks about are clearly of a uh, is it grime I feel like some old judge in, in a uh, you know Chester Crown Court asking what the grime music is and, and rap artists things of that kind but well worth a look and James Meredith also has uh, been kind enough to give up his time to answer our questions so fantastic magazine deserves your support dear listeners and it all goes to charity so if people don't buy it they don't get, no money goes to the charities we want to support so um I think I've flogged my point there. Ten minutes in, eleven minutes in. Lions pumping the ball forwards again towards Lee Gregory. Takes well, he does that kind of thing very well. I know he's paid to shoot and score. But uh, he does the physical side of the game, the the back to the uh, the defence. Taking balls pumped to him very, very well. Laying off. If only he could start putting the ball in the net. This is Tunnicliffe. Nice little run there. Little one-two. Sprays out wide. This is James Meredith on the left-hand side cross, it falls now to Ferguson, ball bounces around ping-pong style, on. crowd like the one they seeing as Wallace, trying to get the ball into the mix, that cross is deflected, it falls to James Meredith, he's got Ferguson to his left, chance to get another ball into the box, if he can whip it in, he's run himself into touch of uh, trouble, nice work there by Meredith, floats it in towards Morrison, flick header, headed away, it's going to fall to Tunnycliffe, he couldn't connect on the volley. And uh, United will clear it. A little bit of pressure there for Millwall as we tick past the 12th minute of the game, dear listeners. High-flying Sheffield United, of course. They're up in the in, in the top two, I believe, or top certainly top six. I haven't had a chance to check the table. I've done no prep for today's podcast, dear listeners. I really hope it doesn't show. The uh, the seams don't pull apart. Ball from the right side into the middle box. That's across the six-yard box. Marlon's got to clear it. He can't fart about. He farted around, but did clear it. 13 minutes... Nice work there by Lee Gregory, releases Jed, coming down the uh, the right hand side, a little way, wavy run, finds Morrison, can he work the space? He flicks, it, flicks it through, this is Lee Gregory, takes a touch, 1-0 Melbourne! Lee Gregory gets a fucking buggy off his back! Fuck off buggy! Lee Gregory slots over inside the 6-yard uh, box, beautiful work, can't have a chance, one a real on wall. Lee Gregory! 13 minutes, 14 minutes! Bundle Lyons! Let's watch that again. What amazing run by Jeff Wallace on the right hand side, attacking the defence, running at their defenders. He cuts across the centre, finds Morrison, who kind of chips it inside to Lee Gregory. Takes and turns his man and slots it beautifully home on the uh, corner of the six-yard box. That's a nice finish. Like I said, maybe I was a little bit um flamboyant, overflower my language, but that does get the piano off his back I think I might have called it monkey a monkey off his back um, that may be monkeyish, that may be animalist and no one wants to fall foul of the modern political correctness and um, speak badly of, of monkeys but the monkey is off of Lee Gregory's back 1-0 to Millwall palpable sense of relief around this football ground dear listeners Sheffield back on the attack though um, ball into the box and, and cleared uh, this is Tunnicliffe he's going to have to launch it long I, I fear he's gonna, Lines actually retain possession. I never like it when we play possession football outside of penalty. And now it's lumped forward. Get that fucking thing forwards. Sean Hutchinson. 15 minutes gone. Nice work by Lee Gregg. Although he's put it just out of place. I'm going to contradict myself there. But um, another ball pumped forwards towards him. And he's taking the ball very well. He's back's to goal. He's holding off a defender. Um, the, the man has been um, criticised, critiqued online a lot. Uh, and yes of course he's been for a dry spell um, strikers do go through dry spells uh, as, as Morrison said on, online in a week um, you're clearly not doing their job um, well they've done their job today um, these things happen in football I, I, I do feel that um, our players take um, criticism unfairly at times Lee Gregory does the work uh, he's had no luck 16 minutes gone this is Sheffield United pressing down our right hand side a ball into the box there that's um, escorted across the um, six-yard box by Marlon Romeo um, in a way that you kind of hope it implies he knows what he's doing Um, I'm gonna draw that that's my impression I'm gonna draw from that incident there that he knew what he was doing as he watched it run across the six-yard box and he knew that there was no one being behind him 18 minutes been a bright start by Millwall um, and we've also had the the break of the goal Um, clearly that's that's a a huge um, burden off of our shoulders. We've been having a bit of a run of poor results of late. The uh, two-all draw up at Sunderland, which I missed, but saw on on the uh, social media, which looked like a a comedy of errors by the two goalkeepers concerned, Jordan Archer and the Sunderland boy. Um, And then, of course, the the loss at Fulham last week, um, which, um, as I say, Harry will give us a little rundown on at half-time. Today, so far, the lines have opened brightly. Sheffield United, despite their high-flying form, do look a little bit... um, fragile in defence, so um, we have to hope we can press on and uh, continue to, to get at them. So I think that's that's going to offer pay dirt today, dear listeners. They're coming forwards here, 36 on the edge of the penalty chair, is out wide left, there's a ball into the middle box, that's straight into the feet of Marlon. Coming towards 19 minutes gone, Lions leading at 1-0. This is Lee Gregory, lovely take and turn in the centre circle, ball out wide, Morrison, the crowd rises one, he crosses into the, uh, the defender shouts out handball half-hearted shouts as we go towards 20 minutes nice breakout defense lines looking to soak up the pressure now as, as united come at us all pump forward from marlon romeo lee gregory's penalized that time for um somehow obstructing his defender he's um given him a hard time so far today back to the wall type stuff what was that song, Balls to the Wall? It was like a, an American heavy rock band, Balls to the Wall. Who made that our, uh, track? Maybe any um, diligent listeners out there can tell me. It was in a film with Mickey Rourke called The Wrestler. And it was one of his favourite tracks. It was called Balls to the Wall. I can't remember the name of the band. It was one of these 80s kind of heavy bands. At the moment now, Sheffield Knight on the attack. It's shot from the penalty spot, taken well on the line by... Joel Nacho there on 21 minutes, there's a little chance there for Sheffield United to reply. Um, As it is, we survived that that moment, momentary scare. We're halfway through the first half, lines have opened brightly, clearly. Um, At this point in the game, Sheffield United is starting to press forwards. A couple of crosses into our penalty area have not looked overly dangerous. Had one opportunity just a few moments ago that we just mentioned. Um, That said, the Lions have done well to, uh, to be leading at this stage. We're resorting to our usual tactics of the long ball forwards and the uh, the break from midfield when, when they their play you know fouls up. So so far so good. In the R8 on the, lower the field. Mr. Den's back. Uh, older listeners will remember as it used to be a regular that Mr. Den had left the building rather like Elvis had left the building. or well, Mr. Den used to leave the building regularly and it's welcome to hear Mr. Den is back again. He's now in R8 meeting room awaiting the arrival of the stadium manager. Um, i just really pleased that Mr. Den is still around. I can only gather he's about to leave the building again. make a habit of leaving um, the building, you know, at some point during the first or second half. Rarely did Mr. Den stay to the final whistle. He must clearly would be a, an impatient man. A little bit of noise from the Sheffield end. I believe it's singing, some, some form of rhythmic um, chanting of some sort, Gregorian perhaps. Um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the city of Sheffield. Uh, years ago, I'm going to let you in a little bit of my life now, um, I, I became involved with a slightly more mature lady actually. I was, I was only about 30, she was um, 40 something, so it was a bit of that kind of setup, you know. And I remember going up there, some very nice weekends we had up there. And um, I remember one occasion she had one of her mates who was, uh, she was Irish, Wild Irish and her man was Scouse, wild Scouse, and myself, uh, erudite Londoner, and uh, my, uh, my lady, I was going to say young lady, she probably wasn't so young, um, in a Sheffield pub, and this place was um, based around the theme of steel. Is this so, okay, hang on. Jen has now left the stadium. he's left, he's left, he's left, he's gone, gone home. Um, and this place was um, covered in knives and um, implements of uh, the you know, the steel trade. And the uh, Irish lady and the scouse guy got involved in a drunken domestic inside this pub, screaming and shouting at each other. And I just had visions of one of the knives coming off the walls with which to stab each other. Um, thankfully it never happened, but um, it was a very nice weekend otherwise. Um, there we are. Don't know why I told you that, really. Just keep it between you and me. Okay? Sheffield coming down the left-hand side, the ball floated into the box to no great purpose, gone for a goal kick, 20 26 minutes gone Lions leading it, 1-0 cameras from Channel 5 are here today dear listeners um, if I can produce a good enough piece of Oscar Wilde and wit, you might even see me on the Channel 5 post-match show, do my little brief bit, I, you get told to do 20 seconds, no more no less and You have to produce um, some kind of uh, pithy piece of, um, you know, Worcesterism, Bertie Worcesterism take on the game you've just seen. Uh, Almost like one sentence, 20 seconds, you can't say much at all. So that's what they've asked me to do. I did one at Cardiff, you might have seen that. And uh, clearly I've got a TV career looming because they want me to do another one. So, um, you know, it's been nice knowing you all, but I'm off to the bloody Love Island soon. All right, see you all around steve morrison on the uh, left-hand side little ball into the box there first foray forwards for the lines for a little while 28 minutes gathered by the goalkeeper the 27 all in yellow today sheffield united goalkeeper who has if he has a name i don't know it and i have no interest in finding it out i think that's what separates our show from all the other uh, myriad podcasts you'll hear they, they aspire to professional interest in the opposition And this is Millwall, where we have no truck with such uh, niceties. There's a ball across the box there from the six on the right, straight across the goal line almost. It's gone out for a goal kick on the far left now, 28 minutes. That was a real opportunity for Sheffield United. They had no one in the middle capable of um, taking uh, advantage of that. I think if I were the Sheffield United manager, I'd be instructing my strikers to be closer to the goal line in these, these moments. Because I think they will find there's opportunities to be had there a boom forwards, it's bouncing around on the edge of the, of the, of the D. Gregory's in the mix, penalised for clipping the five. It was a um, 50-50 challenge going on, and the ball was bouncing around on the, on the D, on the, pen, uh, the Sheffield United end. But Gregory would just put a little bit too much um, vim into his challenge there, sadly, and got penalised. It's great to see him giving 100%, though. Like I say, he's, he's taken a bit of a slagging online, and um, he's bouncing back. I think that's the measure of the man. 31 minutes, more pressure from Sheffield United. They're pressing forwards increasingly, as you would expect from a team near the top of the table. Um, the Lions defence so far is holding good. That, that move broke down there. Um, we're probably conceding possession a little cheaply, but as we will with our, st- our style. That's a long throw forwards there towards Wallace, but picked up by the defender. Um, perhaps even reinforcing my point there, but when we get the ball, we're looking to move it forward fast. Thankfully, we're leading by one to nil because um, sometimes that can look a little bit limited. Um, So far, Sheffield United have looked a better team in the attack than they have in defence, in all honesty. But um, here they come again. Left-hand side, cross into the middle. That's going to be headed clear by James Meredith. Half-heartedly headed clear, kind of reached just the edge of the penalty area. They're back in possession on the right-hand side now. The seven's going to line up to shoot, is he? No. They play possession style, Sheffield. They're looking to pass the ball back and forth across our penalty area. Looking to work the chance. They clearly fancy themselves to, um, to do that. Line's behind the ball in numbers. There's going to be another cross in from the left there. Here's a five. He wins a free kick. He, he checked and got clipped over there by, uh, I think that was Wallace. Ball whipped into the uh, centre there. It's a bouncing around for a moment. Oh, get back to possession, get the ball into the box. Ping-pong. Uh, again, back and forth. mill. We'll clear it. Bit of a cup tie sense of um, anywhere will do halfway line. Now, Sheffield, you back on the attack again. They're really uh, coming after us now. High ball, that's taken nicely enough by Jordan Archer. 34 minutes. A little bit of momentary panic there in the Mill defence, dear listeners. Big Mill story of the week is off the field rather than on the field, of course, and that's the um, publication at last that Lord Dyson's independently um, undertaken, funded by Lewisham Council report, into their actions leading up to the uh, uh, the, the kind of withdrawn compulsory purchase orders over our car park um, you may have seen this already and I might be telling you old news but um, surprise surprise Lord Dyson found that no um, impropriety nothing untoward has happened by Lewisham ball forwards there from Sheffield that's cleared on the edge of the penalty offside in any event so um, no danger there um, so yeah surprise surprise Lewisham council are clean as the proverbial fucking whistle dear listeners um I think that was always going to be the outcome of that of that um, inquiry. With There's been a lot of comment. I'm not really going to add much to it today. This is a football show today, and I want to largely keep it to that. But you will see online, on the social media, on Twitter, the AMS are back, never gone away. Um, I'm back. I never went away. Um, keep retweeting. We need to keep the pressure on these people. It's um, The big question is whether Lucian will now revive their compulsory purchase orders over... Um, over our land, the prospective mayor, Damian Egan, Councillor Damian Egan, who is the choice of mayor for 2018, um, is no old school Labour man. He is your modern, metrosexual, um, rainbow coalition, um, soft left kind of um, candidate. He he's, he's spoke during the course of the campaign. To say that he would not endorse compulsory purchase orders over our land. Little ball into the box there. that's Saddle, shot on target, battered away by the 20, the goalkeeper 27. Nice little moment there from the ball into the box. Um, so yeah, he, uh, we're gonna hold him to that undertaking. I don't think he knows much about football. I uh, certainly don't think he knows much about Millwall. Uh, ball forwards, this is Morrison, yeah, took it on took it on the arm there. Um handball. 38 minutes on the edge of the D free kick. Um, so we intend to keep him to his promise um, even but un- realistically he's going to be under intense pressure uh, on the one hand the big money forces of renewal and we are talking big money dear listeners the um, project as a whole which needs our car park is, is worth in the region of one billion to two billion pounds in value um, so it's huge money is at stake um, on the one hand he's going to be under an immense amount of pressure from that side to revive the compulsory purchase orders and on the other side is under immense pressure and we'll, we must make sure that it remains under immense pressure from the Millwall social media onslaught covered by our friends in the media, we know who they are, the, the Barney Roneys of the Guardian, the, uh, the, the contacts we have in the local press and, and others the uh, likes of Mike Calvin and, and uh, the Standards uh, gave us a lot of decent pub- uh, publicity during the general election campaign We've got to keep the pressure up. So that, that can only be done with your help. We can only do so much individually, but everyone, if they band together online, that's the balls run out for a goal kick, to derision of the den on 39 minutes, a goal kick Millwall. If everyone online musters sufficient pressure, then Damien Egan is between a rock and a hard place, which is where we want him to be. Um, let's see where, which way he swings. I'm going to let that hang for a pregnant, pregnant pause. Which way does Damien Egan swing? Sheffield coming down the three, down the left-hand side, ball into the box. Has chested behind for a corner by Meredith. Good work by Meredith. He didn't know who was behind him. As it was, he had no one behind him. But still, it was a difficult ball to take, and he's chested it behind for a right-sided corner. I think that's their first corner. Certainly on the right. I don't. There might have been one earlier on. I don't know, but um, they haven't had many. Let's put it that way. 40 minutes, right-side corner, and it comes near post, floats across. No one takes. Lee Gregory's back there helping to defend. His uh, clearance is blocked, so Sheffield will pick up just outside the Mill penalty area. lot of possession for Sheffield. So far to no avail, but fingers crossed we can at least get through to half-time for, uh, for regrouping purposes. A ball into the box, that's one each. Nicely taken. Um, just as I was saying, get through to half-time. The ball floated through on the left and kind of side-volleyed home from the left side. Nice finish in all of this. Watch it again. Ball played around again. As in the it's chipped through. Actually, it's a beautiful ball through. Um, Thirty-six. Side forty. Nice finish. Nicely carved that goal. Um, one One-all. Brooks. Thirty-six. Got it. it Steve Morrison. On the edge of the penalty he shoots over the bar. Sixteen runs into him. There's a little bit of an exchange of views. Doesn't look like a very. Fra- I think it started out with Morrison intending to have a, a friendly exchange of views, and the sixteen wasn't having any of it. There's a shot over the bar. Actually, it wasn't so far away by Morrison. Light fading inside the den now. The floodlight's coming into their full glory. It's going to be a free kick right on the edge of the uh, corner of the penalty area. Sheffield United back clips as he's tried to attack down the, down the right flank. Dangerous situation, dear listeners. One extra minute. Not many breaks in play in that first half. So this must be last chance saloon for the first half for um, Sheffield. It's... Um, Probably a little bit wide, wide right. They might have a shot on goal from here, actually. I can see uh, the options. It's going to be the 4 and the 21. Looks like they going to cross it now. They thought about the shot. Looks like it's going to be a cross. Here we go. 21. Chipped into the middle. That's gone behind for a goal kick. Goal kick. There's the half-time break, dear listeners. One each. Bit of a downer to um, going at one all after leading for so long at 1-0. Um, we've very much let Sheffield United back into the game, in my opinion. We've sat deeper and deeper and deeper as it's gone along. Um, but that said, um, there's enough in the first half for us to take out, you know, take some positives out of that first half. So one all at the break. Uh, we're now going to cut away briefly to hear Harry's take on the uh, the Fulham game last week.
1: I'll be right back after that. Achtung, Mehlballen.
2: Welcome to Act On Millwall, Nick is unable to come to the game today, so uh, this is the Fulham away game, I'll do a few little updates during the game, and uh, yeah, 3,000 millwall, poor performance at the whole game in midweek, and we'll see how we go today. Normally uh, Nick informs you in the things that he can see around the ground, obviously Craven Cottage down on the banks of the river. But I have the amazing sight of the Coach 1 Brigade to the right of me today. So, um, yeah, window lickers, dribble, you know, the kind of stuff you'd associate with the Millwall Coach 1 Brigade. Millwall line up doing some shooting practice. I'm going to watch Lee Gregory, see if he can hit the target from 12 yards. I doubt it, but, you know. No, well, he he scored, but, you know, the goalkeeper should have saved it. Discussing the boo boys. On Tuesday night, um, are they playing that badly? I, I, I don't know if they're playing that badly. I, I you know, they're, they're from League One, really. Most of their and you know, what, what do you expect? I don't understand what after supporters expect of this club sometimes. You know, it's not like it's not like Holloway, where we were without a clue, without a paddle up Shit Creek. Harris cares about the club. We're not. We're not. Playing badly because we want to, we want to play badly. We're just missing the target. We're creating chances and we're not taking them because we've got two, league one strikers up front. That, that's that's the fact of the matter. And we stay up, it'll be a successful season.
1: Achtung, Mailball. Jordan
2: Archer in goal. Colin McLaughlin at right back. Hutchinson and Cooper in the centre back positions. we a different left back. Fred Omniadimio is on right back, uh, is in right midfield. Tana sable in the middle. Ferguson left, and then and Morrison up front. So no place for Lee Gregory this small uh, this afternoon even in Craven Cottage after missing a few chances in midweek. Do I think the others this morning, Steve Morrison? I suppose I do. Do I think that Gregory could do with coming off the bench and nicking one? I'd love that. As you all would, ministers Oh yeah, I forgot to mention my uh, my personal favourite. Aidan O'Brien has been dropped. I oh, will have uh, clangs of joy and jubilation all across the country. It's been a while since I've done this, dear listener, and uh, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit weird. I I've, I've only ever seen us win twice under when doing that song, um, but you know to that, today. I'm partaking in refreshment, I'm not going to lie, I'm, as Nick would call it, partaking in refreshment. And uh, I don't know, I've got an horrible feeling about this, like it's either going to end up with a 2-0 all-win or we're going to get beat 4-0. I very much hope it's the former, but I do fear it could be the latter. They've started to pick up form since they've got rid of their uh, their internal struggle between commercial manager and a, a manager. And they're in form Strikes me before the kickoff, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that there is a distinct lack of home fans here. I mean, if you stuck them all in their main end stands, they'd, uh, they'd probably fill that, but not much more. But uh, maybe we're not a draw. Maybe we're not a draw to the Fulham fans.
1: Our likes us, our
0: likes- I
2: don't know why you wouldn't like that, ladies and gentlemen, on a Saturday afternoon, uh, there we go. Fulham playing some kind of welder, War of the Worlds kind of apocalyptic shit. Here come the two teams! 12 minutes in, um, Mill defending, not really had much of the ball, 12 minutes of Fulham possession. 27 minutes gone, Mill walking out, still nil-nil. Been on the back foot, but uh, still not conceded. 40 minutes gone, Mill wanging on. Um, shout out for the home team, penalty not given. I don't think it was seen them given, let's put it that way. You know, good away point at this point. Hey. Penalty on a straight half time. McLaughlin, Harold, I know, was full and bad. Shout out from a corner. It's a 40, 45 plus one minutes, Archer, a chance to redeem himself from Sunderland. I'm going to bet it's going bottom right and 1-0, oh, here no. we go. Prove me wrong, Archer. Goal, great penalty. Half oh, time, 1-0 to Fulham with the penalty. Um, There's not really been a lot going forward for Millwall, we're really at the post early on. Um, other than that, it's, it's been very little. Millwall have been quite defensive for them, have had a lot of balls I'd expected they would. Basketball ball out really, really well,
1: so... Achtung, Now They
2: were in. Millwall played a lot better at the start of the second half. Those fifteen minutes have been really good. They had two chances. Half chances, not a clear cut, they've had two chances. The referee is definitely making this game definitely uh yeah, for lack of a better term, definitely more awkward for Millwall. They're not allowed to put a change in without it resulting in a free kick, but uh a lot better the second half, you got to give him credit, they look a lot better. There comes Fred inside his own half. Looking for a pass, found the pass, we're in, in trouble. Let's go and give a Fulham free kick away. 77 minutes gone. We all just smashed the post, George shovel they've gone three up front. Gregory, Morrison and uh, Elliot up front, with I-Brian coming in for the midfield for Fred And Ferguson, we've gone four through three. A move that people have been calling out for a year, and uh, we're not a different side. Fulham so have gone five at the back at home against Millwall, fuck me. Full time 1-0 to Fulham. Fulham didn't really create a lot. there. the one clear chop chance from the penalty they took it. Bill hit the punch twice. Once from Savile in, in the last 20 minutes and once from Elliot in the first three minutes of the first half. We uh, looked better when we went to 4-3-3. Three, three. Maybe we can work on that going forward, although Wallace should be one in the front three, in my opinion. But there we go. And there we go. Mill Mil, 0 Fulham
1: one.
0: Welcome back. Big thank you to Harry Warren for that little summary there. A um, few half time tweets. I know you love the half time tweets, dear listeners, don't you? Dan underscore Wall06 says probably the best team down there so far this season, Sheffield United. I'm not sure I'd agree with that, Dan. Uh, we'll be lucky to get a good result out of this. I think I do agree with you there. I'm um, not sure about the best team. I just think we've, we've slightly um, lost our confidence with that late goal in the first half. Very nice tweet from Michael Avery, who picked up a copy of the CBL magazine, which you can obtain. You can obtain this, dear listener, by sending £14, which includes postage and packing, to cblthemag at hotmail.co.uk via PayPal. Don't forget your name and address, because I can't send it to you otherwise. For our annual, the world's greatest football annual, dedicated to Millwall, Millwall Nostalgia, Um, check it out we're online you're going, see, you're going to be hearing a lot about it over the next few weeks it's coming up for Christmas and it's a great stocking fellow in my humble opinion and I say that because I wrote large parts of it Mill halfway line says disappointing earlier in the season the intensity of our pressing play stopped teams growing into games inverted commas and that's a, a reaction to uh, the official um, twist of Taylor blades have grown into the half I think they have because we've allowed them to um, we've got to raise the tempo We've got to keep the pace going for this second half. Teams both back out on the pitch now. Lions going to be attacking a cold-blow lane in the, in the second half. The, if the tempo's up, it brings the crowd into play. For large parts of that first half, the atmosphere inside the den was, was uh, like a library. That's not the den, is it? The den is no library. But away we go. Hutchinson launches the ball forward, up on Atom. This is Saville to, uh, to Wallace now from Gregory. He tries to attack the uh, defense there, and it's, it's still bouncing around down that far end. Runs straight uh, at, at, the, uh, at the game from the kickoff. That's going to go for a, an offside 20 seconds into the second half, the listeners. Directly opposite, I see the AMS banner above the Selhurst Timber Builders Merchants. We support the Mill fight against the Lewisham Four. Steward looking at it curiously, I think. Crowd trying to get some action going here, the listeners, as you can hear two minutes in the second half of not enough not to report the stand trying to get a bit of a uh, bit of atmos a bit of atmos going all fours towards morrison he's gonna have to be a greyhound to chase that down on 48 minutes he's under attention the five he's gone flying under a shoulder charge perhaps a tad theatrically the referee's going to give nothing now shoulder to shoulder as we used to be with the americans till donald trump decided he would um, intervene in masses a bit of politics there for you, dear listeners. You know I like a bit of politics, don't you? Here comes Sheffield down the right-hand side now. Attacking the mill defence. as a four. Edge of the mill penalty here. It's going to be crossed in now. It's a curling cross. That's dangerous. Cooper got underneath it. It's um, still in a dangerous position over on the right-hand side. Sheffield back in, in possession. Everyone's hesitant. Don't want to concede the penalties. Edge of the penalty shot now. Fucking hell. The nine... Strong looking player at nine, middle defence under the, under the cosh, you know, they've still got the ball in there, penalty area, little bit of possession, football, shot from the edge, penalty area over the bar, thank Christ for that, 49 minutes. Cold starting to set in a little bit now, the, the, uh, the sky's getting dark, it's a winter's day, cold, it was very cold yesterday, cold today, um, starting to get to the point where you're standing up, walking backwards and forwards, talking to yourself. Such is the life of the podcaster, the listeners. Trying to get blood into your legs and feet. Poor clearance by Jake Cooper. Releases the ball now to Sheffield United. Straight onto the attack. They've got man overlapping on the right. 51 minutes. That's a beautiful sliding tackle there by Ferguson. Puts it out into touch. They're retaining the impetus of attack here, though. To the five down our left now. Possession team, as I say, that's a shot from distance over the bar. By the Four. Lions just feeling a little bit... Uh, I'm getting a sense of being pushed back again that we had in the first half as, as Sheffield United pressed forwards. Um, every time we get a ball, we, we're punting it long, forwards. And we're kind of conceding possession cheaply back to them quite quickly. Here they come again. That's lovely work there by James Meredith. Can he turn defence into attack? He can. He's overrun it. He's overrun it. I was asking a lot of him there. This is Ferguson now back in the middle defence. 53rd minute passes. Difficult, difficult, isn't it? I mean, um, the Lions are playing in a league now, a championship league, where the top players are not quite throwing money around on a Premier League level, but, you know, millions are talked about for fairly average players. This is the game that we're involved in, and um, it's going to be very difficult. I think that, uh, you know, any 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 unrealistic expectations we might have are being um, shown at the moment, the, 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 uh, the thinness of our squad compared with what other teams can put together. Um, that said, we do bring energy, we do bring team spirit, and so far, at least in this one, we're holding our own. But um, increasingly now Sheffield are starting to try to exploit our weak points. 54 minutes. They come again, there's a penalty, that's a shot, that's deflected, it's gone wide, wide left for a corner. The boy who scored the goal in the first half, 36 Brooks, So just showed a huge close-up of him on the big screen. I uh, called him a boy, um, not dis- disparagingly, but he, when you see him, blimey, he does look like a boy, young lad. Um, maybe I'm getting old, maybe as the policemen get old, get younger than uh, so do the footballers, I don't know. But he does look young, that's for sure. There's another dangerous looking attack now, the three, putting the ball in from the left-hand side on 57. They're looking for that second goal, I think if they go 2-1 up, we may struggle in this one. I don't want to be the harbinger of bad tidings to you, dear listener, but... Um, We'll look at decent side now coming forwards at us and we're looking a little bit like the uh, the kind of boxer that's taking too many punches we're still in the game but um, slight sense of clinging on for grim death at the moment 59 minutes Mill free kick inside her own half just inside the uh, halfway line on the, on the left side near the touchline launched forward by Jake Cooper long 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 to no one in particular um, that said it falls now to Jules Saville who's run into the box nicely done attacked in the box he can't work any any space there ran into a number of defenders they didn't want to touch him for fear of conceding the, the the penalty they bring it away however that said when we attack them when we run at them they don't like it as Corporal Jones used to have it they do not like it up them but um we haven't done enough of that so far in this game dear listeners as we go towards the hour mark 60 minutes one each not back on the attack to 21 shot from distance that's Swung wide for a goal kick on 61 minutes. Um, we're restricting them to shots from the edge of the penalty area, so so far so good. I do fear that when they get to our byline, they're going to work another chance. But um, so far, the lines are holding their own. Um, we're starting to press back a little bit as we go past the uh, tick towards the, um, the kind of midway point of the second half. It'll be nice to see a little bit more energy as we, we come into the final final quarter it says feeling very cold hungry with no energy at all and that must be betrayed by my voice i hope it's not coming across it's too leaden i do try to um inject a bit of um musicality into my voice as i'm talking to you i know i know you like that kind of thing out there ferguson left hand side nice cross into the box that's put behind for a corner nice work by Millwall. wall starting to string it together a little bit a little bit more um Movement and a little bit more uh, momentum. It's quickly taking free kick. It's going to be was that um, Wallace? It looked like it was. It falls now to Morrison. Shot blocked. Bouncing around. Going to be cleared by Sheffield United. Beautiful sliding tackle by Gregory. Penalised for it. I didn't. That looked like a fair tackle to me. We're doing a lot of chasing the ball around on the edge of our penalty area. That's that's for sure. They hold possession well. Something we, we don't seem to do so much or so well. But there maybe we're talking about the money gap. Are we talking about players that can do this kind of thing? We probably are. We are the eternal kind of underdogs and we're the eternal team on the break, aren't we? Nice work there by Crossfields, All the way out to Ferguson now on the left. 64 minutes. Lions looking like they want to try and press forwards in the final quarter. That's good to see launch it forward Jake he does launch it forward he took my advice that's a little header back by Steve Morrison almost into the path of Lee Gregory but not quite taken by the goalkeeper Lions pressing forwards now as I just whip out my Albert Steptoe gloves it's that time of the year dear listeners it's time for the old fingerless gloves to come out as per Albert Steptoe younger listeners will wonder what I'm talking about it's, uh, Albert Stepto. of Son always used to wear a pair of fingerless gloves there's something kind of seedy about them I don't know why but every time I see them I picture that old old man in his rag-and-bone um, yard. And every time I've ever seen fingerless gloves, they always have a slight seedy air to them. There's nothing kind of remote, remotely erotic about them whatsoever. Nice tackle there by Lee Gregory. Tries to put the ball into the... Marlon's full on goal. 2-1! Marlon Romeo! Beautiful one, Lee Gregory! Romeo slots it home! Fantastic finish by Marlon! 66 minutes! Let's watch it again. Nice tackle on the halfway, line by there, Gregory. Ball slotted through to Marlon, pressing forwards, and finishes brilliantly, brilliantly. In his stride over the goalkeeper, that's 2 one Millwall, Fantastic work by, by Marlon. Most unexpected. I've only got one glove on. I've got a half seedy and half naked handed, bare handed, I think, as they say in baseball. they put the other one on. The hold tight Millwall, hold fast, this would be a big, big win if we can pull it off, that's livened the crowd up somewhat, well he's been criticised for his finishing um, Lee Gregory but the work he did on the halfway line to create that goal and Marlon to finish it was, uh, was fantastic and a lovely pass through from the middle, you can't knock him for that, there is another taken turn on the halfway line, he, he, keeps it, um, just, he loses it out of play there, but nice work by Lee Gregory. Little bit of moment there, there's a ball loose and there's a the penalty area. Hutchins almost committed to the tackle there, almost took the man. His ball now wide left. That's a beautiful work by Shane Ferguson. Goal kick, goal kick. Oh, I thought that was a corner. Nice work by Shane Ferguson to uh, take out that moment's danger there. 69 minutes. It's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster ride, listeners. I'm going to pre-warn you. Um, we've got 21 minutes to go. We're leading it 2-1, but there is a slight sense of... um that we're, we're going to be on a white-knuckle ride in this last 21 minutes. Wallace coming down the left-hand side, he's jinked his way through there, he's attacked his man, he's still in possession, oh, I thought that was almost a Maradona-esque, almost Maradona-esque! Run, he's got a corner out of it, beautiful run, he, he seemed to, the ball to be stuck to his foot there, somehow he kept it and has finally clipped behind for a corner. Left side of the corner then, it's going to be Shane Ferguson that's take, taking. He's, he's played well for me today, Shane Ferguson. Again, another player that gets his critics online. Lofted in, long, 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 long. That's all Savile at the far post. It's swung out for a goal kick. Too long. Too much curve. Curved air. There's a band with a curved air. Psychedelic band. I remember them from the uh, the early 70s going to the record store over at Bromley. Um, what was it called? Is it Napoleon's? Napoleon's record? They're uh, like a psychedelia section progressive that was a progressive rock and curved air we're in I remember seeing an album with curved air and that springs to mind as a result of that curved free kick by Shane Ferguson 71 minutes I'll stop the waffle Gregory goes flying wins a free kick he was uh, implying that he was clattered whether he was in fact clattered I don't know from my angle my distance but he certainly wins a free kick for Millwall um, on the half near just short part Just past the halfway line. Gregory's coming out of the game. Gregory coming out. Ben Thompson coming in. Standing ovation for Lee Gregory as he comes out of the game. Um, Maybe to bring a bit more verve in in midfield, I don't know. Um, Who's going to press forwards? Maybe Wallace would press forward. Done well for me, Lee Gregory. My man of the match, if I'm going to be honest with you, dear listeners like what i've seen from lee gregory scored the goal created the second we got the assist as they say in the usa big thank you to everyone who's bought the cbl magazine christmas annual outside i want to say thank you to you all for buying it and supporting it um, we do still have copies available as i've said a few times in the course of the show see C- uh paypal me just going to stay with jed wallace come down the right hand side he's running to a little bit of a sticky point there marlon's with him uh, right being pushed out by the corner flag they've run into the corner effectively Wallace retains possession they're on 70 comes all 78 minutes we'll win a free kick by basically retaining possession and eventually drawing the clip on the ankles um, so it's gonna be a free kick so yeah big thank you to everyone for buying and supporting our magazine we do still have copies available I want to shift them I want to generate a good donation to charities we've got a good range of charities I want to support so if you are listening to this and you want, we'll be trying to sell them at um, the Christmas fixtures ahead. Online helps me out a lot. Saves my old legs from standing around outside the football grounds explaining to people that it's not the magazine. It's, uh, it's a £10 annual. But if you do want one, buy one. Uh, send me 14 quid, including postage and packing, to cbl, the mag, uh, hotmail.co.uk via PayPal. Ball floated in from the... Right side; it's right across in front of Jake Cooper, who so wouldn't get connecting to it. Big chance there. By the way, one other thing, whilst I'm, it occurs to me, I was looking on the um, analytics of the ACAR site, it's interesting to see how many people tune out of the show once my live commentary ends. Is that Do people like the live commentary, or do people like not like the... Um, the post match conversation i'd be interested to hear from you i'm still going to carry on with the same format because that's how the show runs and how it works but it's just interesting that a good 40% of listeners tune out once i, I do the um the post match review part with uh, with our you know um our guests so um i'm interested to know do tell me um feedback on the reviews on on the apple site um always welcome any reviews that you can send online via the acast site anywhere you like really I always want to hear whether you, what you like and what don't like about the show or if you want it changed in any way I don't want to get stale I don't want to get stale when you, you don't want to get middle aged and stale do you 80 minutes 10 minutes to go lines on the attack down by the um, corner flag there is Morrison with a little bit of space now safe space into the near post An attempted back heel that would have been cruyff if he could have pulled it off by Joe Wallace he was a little bit um, short of that but um, nice try Lovely tap and touch there by Jules uh, Saville, looked like handball on the edge of the penalty area. Yeah, the goalkeeper was committed to take it, he got it, but it was not like his momentum taking him across the line, but the referee's giving nothing, the slag. Overall, the referee's been good today, um, I can't argue with his decision-making, he's, he's pulled the play up at the right points, um, Given us a couple of critical offside decisions, um, not a bad referee, not, not like some of the um, arches that we've had of late, that's for sure crowd roaring on their heroes for the last six minutes it's like tony craig's gonna come into the game maybe give a bit more of a defensive solidity perhaps i can't think why else she'd come into the game i can hear my voice starting to get numb now i apologize to you dear listeners it's um, you know you pay a lot of money to listen to this podcast you're entitled to hear bbc home Counties diction and my the, the cold is eating gnawing into me now so my voice is starting to sound a little bit muffled i can hear um cooper's coming out and craig is coming in no he's not sorry <laughs> um, Craig's coming in for Ferguson interesting move interesting move 86 minutes the listeners Mill free kick on the left Jed Wallace stands over he's got the usual uh, suspects in the middle he's going to float it in deep 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 towards
1: 3-1
0: Cooper down into the net, there was a moment, balls whilst everyone knocked, um, Jake Cooper got on the end of the cross, floated from the left, it seemed to hit the underside of the bar, uh, from here the looked like it bounced over, 3-1 and it did bounce over, 3-1, Millwall was watching it again, hanging head up, underside of the bar, 3-1, yes. Oh, there's a big relief, that's walled me up. 3-1 it was kind of clear from underneath the bar let's watch it again yes it crossed the line it did cross the line good goal good goal well taken header three minutes to go the den's dancing i tell you what that's a, a, a real second half of grit and determination by this Millwall side we done we'd let them get back into it in the first half they, they pushed us back with their fancy pants passing and you know um modern football um, but we, we've taken the game to them in the second half, we've pressed them hard and high and um, two good goals, two well taken goals by defenders to, to clinch it, but I think it's an all-round team performance. I'm not going to slag off the forward line, Gregory uh, scored the first and created the second, Morrison is, is Morrison, you know, you, you get what you get from him. There you go. Late, 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 substitution. Jed Wallace comes out. Aidan O'Brien's going to come in. Last few seconds of the game for, for Aidan. Good performance by Jed Wallace. Good applause for him as he leaves the pitch. His artistry has been much missed and has made a big difference. Some of his runs today have been first class. Nice play by, by Jed Wallace today, dear listeners.
1: There is
0: a much-needed win for the Lions. Three-one in the event. Very much reflecting... Um, overall balance of play for me in the second half strong win by Millwall. strong second half, man of the match today for me, I'm going to take Lee Gregory Lee Gregory, man of the match got the first goal, created the second goal huge physical presence for me um, overall, Jeb Wallace artist, we know all about that, and um, a real team performance good general team performance fantastic, big weight off our shoulders take it away uh, Rick, pa- Rick Parfit back after these messages with Mr Harry Warren
1: you're listening to Achtung
0: Millwall the number one mill podcast thank you so much for listening huge welcome back to the show to our controversial Fulham reporter Harry Warren welcome back (laughs) Harry (laughs)
2: <laughs> no worries
0: mate <laughs> i've kept in your line about taking refreshment at fulham i just thought it added um a little bit of context and color to the piece that you did there i really appreciate it mate um <laughs> um great win yesterday 3 one much needed piano off our back style win um i thought it was a great show second half show particularly by the lines yeah i thought we were really good
2: i thought um we were everything that we haven't been recently. We were clinical. We took our chances, and and we battled for we battled for it. I mean, obviously, we've been missing Wallace for three games. We days have days when you just turn people on a break and you mm. go at them, they don't like it.
0: So no, they don't. Um, it's a massive
2: miss. But we they never. were missing him, to be honest. So
0: we made a bright start, um, and that's that's generally the Millwall way to kind of come out of the the, the Greyhound traps, you know, fast and hard. Um, and we've got the, the the payoff of the early goal. Now that was a beautifully carved out goal and well taken. I felt by the much maligned Lee Gregory on on 14 minutes. Um, nice little passing move, and then he did very well to turn his man and slot it home. I, I mean that that was the Lee Gregory we've been looking for all, all the season, really, isn't it? Wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean hopefully he kicks on there. He's got one from open play. I think all three of these have been penalties, or yeah. well, I can't yeah. remember him scoring one in open play. Um, but yeah, I mean the turn if, if Messi does that, if Ronaldo does that, they're, they're showing it on every clip show. I mean he he rolled these men beautifully and first time finished back across goal past the keeper. It was it was a fantastic move from a from a counter attack and it was a Romeo clearance. Who you know, yeah, I yeah. mean he's not a bad not a bad cover is he to uh, Conor McLaughlin? And I do like Conor McLaughlin, but I thought Romeo had a good game yesterday. He was cutting out a lot of stuff at the back post and it come from sort of them fizzing across in, cleared the ball upfield from Romeo and they and they went and broke sort of not in ones and twos, they sort of broke as four and and for once we sort of had end product.
0: Only at Millwall do you go, listeners, from being slagged as a complete and utter cunt. Raleigh Gregory to be Messi and Ronaldo in the <laughs> in the next in the next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Millwall will isn't it. Millwall bipolar.
0: Today's Messi, tomorrow be an absolute slag <laughs> when he misses his next chance. But no, um I digress. Um Conor McLaughlin suspended, of course, a one match suspension for um <clears throat> must be five yellow cards, I guess. Um but Romeo did very well. I I, I like Marlon Romeo. And um, you're right, Harry, what what great cover, um, if indeed he should be seen as cover, because, I mean, I think he made a case for himself yesterday. That was a, a good, strong, all-round defensive and attacking performance by Marlon. Um, he's given Neil Harris a bit of a dilemma at that in that position there, which is good to see.
2: Yeah, it's nice that we've got competition for places in certain areas. I sort of think he's more... It funny. I think he's better going forwards than he's going backwards, but that... I, I mean, yeah, I don't right. know why we haven't tr- chanced him and sort of playing sort of wide-righting. Wide Further forwards. Because he's, got, he's yeah. got so much pace. And, you know, if you're going to... At least he's got to do a job there. He'll probably offer the right-back a bit more cover if you're trying to shore it up. But I don't know. Obviously, that's for Neil Harris to decide. But he, he was really good. And let's not forget, he scored on his... I think he scored that goal against Walsall away from home in the pissing down with rain yeah. on his debut when he was there. head <clears> the... Uh, he finished the second one like a fucking striker. I mean, the yeah. defenders. I think have got more goals than Morrison and Gregory combined, don't they? Now, I think thanks to Well, they, I mean,
0: there's the um, there's the, the the kind of story that's been hawking around the the, the websites and and the, and the social media. The the kind of lack of goals from the front too, uh, and it was touched on in the week. Uh, I think Morrison went on news at Den, didn't he, and said um, that the, the two strikers are not doing their job at the moment. Um, you know, they did their job yesterday, Harry, didn't they? Or certainly, Lee Gregory did his job, and I think, in all honesty, um, Morrison did as 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 the kind of um, he's like a creator of situations. He's a facilitator, isn't he? You know, I mean, he's not scoring the goals himself, but I I wouldn't want to be without him up front, personally.
2: Yeah, I think you know he's 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 the best of what they're the best two of what we've got. You know, Mm. we ain't got a lot. Let's be honest. I don't think I think Elliot. I don't know. I've watched him a couple of times now, and I don't know if he's—he's he's not definitely not the finished article. He's definitely no, not, no, the Messiah. No, he's, he's not the He's not the—he's not the savior everyone makes him out to be. And <laughs> I mean, Morrison's fucking thirty odd years of age, pushing the wrong side of thirty-five probably. I don't know how old he is, but he don't look—he don't look thirty, does he? he
0: looks
2: no. 30. So no, um, no, no. he's had hard life. He's had hard life. He's had hard life, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe. And it was nice to see finally. Us change formation in a game and do something sort of proactive rather than reactive. You know what I mean? We sort of went,
0: yeah, like, yeah. Oh,
2: fuck it. Let's let's have a go. We're at home, you know. We'll get the crowd into it. We'll have a go, and you know, well, there we'd was a... we done that at Fulham as well. We sort of went free up front at Fulham, and and it, we looked better for twenty minutes. You know what I mean? So, and that well, was without Wallace. So, I think. You New know, Harris is learning all the time. The same as probably a lot of the squad are in this in this division. That you've got and maybe you can't just do four four two and it work every week. You know, what I mean.
0: Well, you hit the nail on the head in your, your Fulham piece. I mean, you know, people are slating and slagging the the team. The booing. I wasn't at the whole game. Sounded like a dreary night of nil uh, nil football. But um, you know, we are a League One side still um, with one or two standouts. I mean, I don't I don't include um, Jed Wallace in that. Um, category at all because I think he's probably our one stellar talent uh, and Savile to 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 the same extent um, but otherwise it is a League 1 side for, uh, by and large and League 1 strikers and um, all you can do is try and adapt and learn and, uh, and, and I, you know, I was interested also at Fulham that you described um, change of formation there so fair play to Neil he changed it yesterday he changed it at Fulham he's trying to shift things about re, you know reshuffle the pack a little bit isn't he
2: yeah I mean Wallace, you know, I've always wanted to see Wallace maybe behind the front too, because I think he's so good when he's running with a ball that he's, that's kind of where I want to see, I know Fred's injured now, and I know a lot of people, uh, Fred was awful at Fulham, Mm. but I think we don't help him either, because I think he's not naturally a wide player, I think he's more of a natural, sort of a bit like Jed, pick it up in the middle of the park, and And run at at people, let where where he fancies it, but um. Yeah, you know, I think that, mate. especially with Gregory, Gregory's clever enough to find players that can do that. I, I mean, he's not, I think Gregory's work, right, that we've all been saying, you can't, not Gregory's work, right, if he just had someone he could pass to and find, almost like, almost like a them, you know, I mean, didn't necessarily, your, if he had a Shearer next to him, he looked, well, even better than what he was, you know, what I mean, because Absolutely. he was that intelligent to find someone, Absolutely, we just need to find a, a player that costs less than a million pound that's like Alan Shearer, clearly, by what I'm saying. (laughs) Recruitment Recruitment (laughs)
0: team, get on it. Um, Get get on the old championship manager and uh, start looking. Um, I mean, there was a bit of a lull. Um, We we let Sheffield United back into the game a little bit after that opening opening spell with the goal. Um, I think we slightly sat too deep at times in that first half, Harry. Would you agree with that? We kind of let them encroach back into the game up to the equaliser, really, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I mean, they put some good balls in. They whip balls across sort of the six-yard box, just in that horrible area where the keeper don't want to come and get it, and the defence sort of go, well, it's yours. Yeah. And everyone just watches it flash through.
0: Good passing um, side, good passing side, I thought. Yeah,
2: probably the probably the most penetrative. Uh,
0: penetrative, penetrative, penetrative.
2: Yes, there, there. Um, <laughs> that sounds like you're running for labour. Counsel, <laughs> a yeah. um, penetrative... Uh, uh, passing side that we've seen down there, you know, uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of teams come and you know, in the normal stall, knock it back in their own half and and go fucking nowhere with it. Um, which, yeah, for my money is tedious, but um, they uh,
1: they had direction, they're,
2: they're, yeah, yeah they had in product, they I you agree. know, they've got a manager a bit similar to us, and they knows their football club. and and sort of built it in his own image, I presume. And, uh, Incidentally,
0: whilst we were on the subject of their manager Chris Grayling, I thought there's some very fair post-match comments from him, Harry. I mean, not often you get a, a team manager acknowledging the the work and 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 the um, the, the opposition being the better side. I mean, he, he had some harsh words for his own team, which I think is fair. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's that's. I probably suppose I, I quite like that as a manager. I do. You know, yeah, I, I, do. I want. Harris has come out and slagged them off a few times when you thought they'd been shit, so yeah, maybe maybe players do need it. Whether the higher up you go, the more they'll sort of start creating WhatsApp groups of trying to <laughs> the bloke off. I mean, that seems to have been the story in the sun or whatever, whenever some manager goes, the WhatsApp group, oh, he's been removed he's, from the WhatsApp Yeah,
0: group. yeah.
2: He's hurt feelings. You know.
0: <laughs> Beautiful equaliser by Sheffield United. You know. It sounds like a little bit of a fan fest for Sheffield United, you know, and I don't mean it to be, dear listeners, but... That was a quality goal they 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 uh, put away there, Harry. I mean, we we brought them into the we'd been you know allowed the pressure to build, but that was still a nice finish, wasn't it? Mm, I mm, don't know. Don't know. I think
2: I think Archer. I think Archer's <coughs> fucking useless for that. <laughs> no, I, honestly, watch it back on on the telly, and everyone cast their own judgment. But he goes. Uh, the difference is the one their keeper saves up the other end from point blank range. Just gets up. Makes himself big, gets there, pushes right. it away. It could have been 2 0 from Savile. Oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, true. Our, our brilliant fucking Scotland's number one fucking decides that, oh, I'm going to cover the near post and then doesn't spread himself and just sort of doesn't do either. He doesn't go for it high or it doesn't go for it low. He sort of just lets it flash past him. I'm just, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being harsh on Archer, but it's just fucking, you know, in this league, you need to make one or two big saves a game. It gets it gets more important the higher you go up the leagues, and yeah, I mean, he, I, hasn't I, done, he hasn't done it this season, you know. Uh, and I think if Martin wasn't Martin wasn't injured, the keep they brought in from NK Don, so I think yeah, he would have yeah. played when um, he made the fuck up at Sunderland. So.
0: Let I me mean, just talk about competition for places. I mean, um, Tom King, um, I don't think he's real competition for Jordan Archer in that position. I mean, I don't want to slate Tom King. Uh, I mean, we, we, he did a, a, a good turn for us last season, didn't he? Um, but um, I think Jordan does need a little bit of competition. I, I didn't see it so much as, a, as, a, as an error by Archer, Um but, I, you know, maybe I'm easily impressed, Harry. I don't know. Um, I just thought it was a nice finish by their 36, who looked incredibly young. Maybe I'm feeling incredibly old all of a sudden, Harry, but the the, the 36 for um, Sheffield United-Brooks looked like a, he should be wearing his school uniform rather than putting a football kit on. But that's what, that's what, that's what happens to us all, dear listeners, as we get older. They, the footballers start to look ever younger. Um, so there we are, one all at the break. I, I felt a real sense of... Um, uh, I don't know, like like an energy drop at that point, Harry. I thought we were gonna be up against it in the second half, but actually it was the complete opposite. We came out on firing all cylinders in the event, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I thought we sat uh, for the sort of first five, ten minutes we never got out of our own half, um no, into no. the second half. And I thought we were so we were so deep, but obviously I sort of you know you do that thing where you sort of question whether or not you're seeing what you think <coughs> you're seeing. You go, We playing three at the back. We can't be playing fucking three at the back <laughs> that it disastrous under all the way we're not going to it would have been disastrous
0: um i mean and, um, yeah i mean it, was, it turned out to be a tactical masterstroke didn't it i mean on on news at um Harris said he wrestled with the, with the decision as to whether to change tactics in that way and and he did and that's courage you know that that it takes balls to do that um and it paid off handsomely um beautiful second goal um good tr- tracking back by lee gregory and the tackle and what a pass to find marlon I thought that was that was um, top draw, absolute top draw.
2: Oh yeah, it, it was fantastic. That goal, that—that I mean, what got into Gregory to make a tackle like that? How many times you see us make a tackle like that, and the referee blows? So mm. fair play to the referee for letting it go. But um, yeah, I mean, Marlon finished it as well. Like he was a fucking striker, and <laughs> and, and, and you know, you're sitting there, you've been waiting for that for weeks yeah. for somebody to ever dig. And uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what got into him. To be honest, I <laughs> find we find two right backs. I mean, it's a bit like coming and scoring last season. You go, where, the fuck, did, where <laughs> the fuck did you
0: come from? You
2: know, like we've been under the cosh for the last twenty minutes. Um,
0: no, you know, he finished, finished, yeah. well. finished it well. He
2: finished it well. Yeah, it was a great, great goal. But you know, um, getting back to what you said about Neil Harris with the with the formation change. I mean, Meredith, he's not the tallest player in the world, and no. playing him up against Clark up front, sort of the the back three or back five, sort of back three, back five, the way how you sort of play it now mm. with the two wing-backs. They they look really good, apart from Ferguson, but we'll, we'll leave the magnificent one about this. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's Matt. anonymous, He's anonymous, and He's just fucking, our left side is fucking shocking. Um, we've got, ain't O'Brien no Brian, who's not a left midfielder, so I'm sort of, I'm warming to because I feel like,
0: I like Aidan. I I like Aidan. Like I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, to, I'm not a member of his fan club. I know that you are the uh, the chairman of the of the Cliff fan club, Harry, aren't yeah, you? Yes.
2: So the MS. I, I mean, I didn't know whether or not that Twitter. Bit last night they were the official MSC because, to be honest, I was hoping that there'd be some kind of um, <laughs> some kind of Treasury Department role that could come to me. You
0: know? I think I think that's a, that's a new insurgent MSC that have captured the headquarters and now set up the broadcasting studios in their own name. <laughs> uh, but i was certainly giving you some grief for for the for the for the, for the Ryan Tunnycliffe fan club. Um, I, I I must admit, I mean, I, I, this is not a day for sour sour comment. Um, I'm still a little bit struggling to see what Ryan Tunnyclef is it Ryan Tunny Cliff, it is isn't it? Um, Tunny Cliff brings to. I think I might Don't just. Go, oh,
2: no,
0: not that I <laughs> I'm going to rename arrow. it It's going to be like Prince. I uh, have just one single name, Tunny Cliff. Um, is, 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 I, I've got more time for Shane Ferguson. I think at least he can cross the bond I'm just struggling to see what what Tunny Cliff um, brings to the to the occasion. But that's and on the, on the air, back of a three-one win, so that really is Mill sour grapes, isn't it? Um, a backwards five-yard pass normally yeah. from i mean, to a centre-half. I'm just hoping that um, Sean, Sean, Sean Williams is in some kind of radiation treatment ch- chamber accelerating his healing process in, in Calmont Road, because I think the sooner we can get him back, the better <laughs> our quality of midfield will be. Um, ben Thompson did well when he came into the game late. Um, I, 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 mean, I, I think he's been unluckily edged out a little bit, and I know he's a limited boy at times, but he does bring a bit of Millwall energy to the midfield, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he done more in ten minutes than what Tancliff done all
0: game. We can move. Yeah, them. you said so it. That's you that's said it. Harry, Harry said it. I was me, me, media groupy pussyfooting around that because I, I don't want to say anything controversial, but Harry said it instead. So there we are. <laughs> probably,
2: good. good. I, I don't like him. How did he play for Man United? He probably he got the, he got the Ferguson don't fucking lose the ball but never got the bit of you might need to play a pass forward to score a goal I, I think it, that went missing in his Man
0: uh, United training <laughs> good third goal um, there was there was a strange moment where I wasn't sure it had actually cleared the line um, goal line technology came into play though and apparently the, the referees hooked up to some kind of um, uh, CCTV type arrangement Harry where it tells you if it's crossed the line or not and uh, he had to look at his watch he must have some kind of Fitbit type set up on their wrist, wrists but it was indeed a goal, nicely finished by by Jake Cooper. From um, it was a Shane Ferguson cross, incidentally. Um, not that I'm, I'm any member of the Shane Ferguson fan club. That I. weren't. It was
2: a it was a Wallace cross. It was a Wallace. Oh a I'll Ferris fuck Ferris him cross. then. I'll fuck. <laughs> <give> him <laughs>
0: I'm losses. giving false credit. It
2: definitely wasn't a Ferguson cross.
0: Then. Listeners will need to know that we're recording this quite early. There's absolutely zero prep. Normally I do a few notes to myself and um, ready for for the conversation. I've done nothing. I said to Harry, I'm just going to blag it, and then we are blagging it. So I've just given the game away with that. It will come in there. So it was a Wallace sorry, cross.
2: I, I normally would have let it slide, but not for that. <coughs> <laughs> not,
0: I mean. Nicely finished. Um, he did well to get his head to it, and obviously it clipped in under the bar. And that very much put the game to rest. Huge sigh of relief from, from me at that point. Um, at 2-1, I just feared that we would, um, you know, give it up, as we've done a few times this season. But that really put it put it um, out of sight. And that was a fine win overall. I think it was a real... Um, real you know monkey off her back
2: yeah fantastic sets you up for a few odd games but yeah um, at the end of the day I've sort of looked at the table and you can only beat what's in front of you and our record against the teams below us is quite shit to be honest so um we just need to keep winning I know it sounds really easy because I, I couldn't see us getting a win yesterday I can't see us getting a win at Vither and I can't see us getting a win against Derby on power but um I miss the positivity. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I don't go to fucking all four of those games and think oh, we're shit again. But, um, <laughs> know, it was a great. It's, it's a bit of realism. I, I mean, it, it, if we stay up, it's a great season, isn't it? So to well, it's got to be, honest, gotta be base, off,
0: camp, points, it? base camp. Base camp is stay seven up. Seven
2: points clear. Yeah. we we're, we're doing all right.
0: I mean, if we can get into Christmas with that kind of gap between us and the bottom three places, I think all of us, if we're honest with ourselves. Would regard that as a as a as a fine outcome for the season. It's survival in this league. We're up against some. Look at the money you've just mentioned there. Um, Aston Villa, Middlesbrough, Derby County. I mean, to be fair to Sheffield United, they're flying high in the table. And that's 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 uh, was they that, uh, third in the in the in the in the league, uh, and we have put three past them yesterday. So, you know, I, I, we we have to play out out of our skins to a, de- a degree, um, which we did yesterday. And yeah, we will take some, um, you know, some some thumpings along the way, but um, we've just got to keep doing what we we're doing. Yesterday, I think that that way salvation lies for the season.
2: <laughs> salvation. We've got to stay in this league with West Ham come
0: down, haven't we? That's oh, great. look at it's it. I mean, look, Crystal Palace, West Ham coming down. Hopefully, um, you know, if Charlton can get their act together, they might even come up. But that, you know, that's that's um, you know,
2: what an elite league, league next season. Well, I can have that? Charlton, West Ham, and Palace. I hear the FA writing letters and notifications of reduced allocations as we speak. <laughs>
0: so and we only have know, one
2: fan. You're right. And we he has we to be the fan on the board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we we must. You know, in in all honesty, given the off-field um, news of the week, we've got Lewisham Council now trying to gird their loins to um you know uh, to bend us over. Um, we, we need to be in, the, in, in as high a level as possible we got good TV coverage yesterday from uh, Channel 5 that's what you get in the championship we can't afford to be back in the third division again Harry so um, all hands to the deck um, we'll see how we get on at, um, at Aston Villa next week I do agree we're up against it but um, these are the games you've got to, to face off haven't they? Who's your man of the match yesterday Harry who would you choose as your man of the match it's got to be Lee Gregory I'd agree I named him online, um, he's the news at Den star man, Lee Gregory, um, fantastic all-round performance, he was physically involved from start through to the moment he left the pitch wasn't he, back to back to the defender, shielding the ball, landing it off well, what more can you ask of the man, and he scored a goal.
2: Yeah, Lee won, the, uh, Lee, won Lee Gregory was there <laughs> yesterday, not um championship <laughs> miss from three yards out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, And apparently he was ill as well.
0: So, um, he's been heads ill to him for yeah. playing. He's, well, he's been so, ill. Uh, uh, apparently, also, I, Fred is now injured, and he's uh, clearly he's been carrying a knot for some. I mean, we our, our squad is tested at this level, Harry. Injuries do have a big impact on us. Um, you know, McLaughlin suspended yesterday. These are first choice players not being around, and um, we don't have the depth that other teams can, can muster. No, we don't,
2: and uh, you know, at the end of the day. That's because, as we said, it'll be a rebuilding job in this division. But they'll get it right mm. eventually. It's just survive this first season and kick on next. So Absolutely. Hopefully we can uh, find a few more gems like Jed and, and Lee Gregory and, and, and kick on next season. But for this season, take the wins and we'll move on kind of thing.
0: Fabulous. I'm going to let you get away to B&Q now, Harry. Um, um, it's a van. To get a van and a man yes. with a van at B and Q, I'm going to pencil you in for one of our Christmas shows, if I may, for the the return of Ian Holloway on the 29th of um, December. Um, I'm going to pencil Harry Warren in for that post match comment. I'm presuming you're going to come down for that one. Are you not going to pass pass up on that one? Are you?
2: I can only say that I will be there <laughs> and uh, I graciously take your invitation. How could I miss Ian Holloway? Return to the den. Especially as he's now going for QPR fans in interviews interview, so it's
0: going to be fun. I, we we could already pray that Ian's still uh, Ollie's still in place by the time the 29th come round because um, it, it gets a bit touch and go with him every 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 match and every comment every post match interview he does it gets um, you know it gets uh, dodgier and dodgier for him. But anyway, let's hope he's there and I've got you pencilled in for that one, mate. So I should look forward to talking to you on the 29th and uh, really appreciate your time out today, Harry.
2: No worries, mate. I look forward very much to seeing Ian Ollaway um, fighting his dugout for 90 minutes. And I shall see you. See you then. <laughs> big big thank you, to
1: everyone. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.